This episode is brought to you by La Quinta by Wyndham. Your work can take you all over the place, like Texas. You've never been, but it's going to be great because you're staying at La Quinta by Wyndham. Their free bright side breakfast will give you energy for the day ahead. And after, you can unwind using their free high-speed Wi-Fi. Tonight, La Quinta. Tomorrow, you shine. Book your stay today at LQ.com. Did you check your children's candy? We dumped it out on the bed after. The only thing I did was check out like what, what good stuff there was. <laughs> I mean, isn't that what we all do? What'd you get? What's in the hall? And I've, I've pretty much eaten most of it. So I know that there was nothing bad in our, uh, in our candy. However, certainly over the last couple of weeks since, uh, well, since last Monday, I guess, Toronto police have been out uh, or different police uh, detaches have been out uh, with different warnings to inspect Halloween treats. And they got a call over the weekend in the uh, St. Clair, uh, McRoberts area, so Midtown area, where they said an adult bit down on a nail and a piece of pre-wrapped candy. So a piece of chocolate, someone sticks something through it. And then last week in uh, Mississauga, we had a case, Timmins police had a case of uh, needles found in mini chocolate bars. So that's not something you really necessarily want to bite down to, bite into, but how to get there. And when you look at some of the stats on this, uh, between 2008 and 2019, there were only four cases. Four cases of a tampering of Halloween candy. And this was something that was uh, reported and recorded in uh, 1959 as the first kind of case when a dentist distributed 450 candies laced with X-lax. Or no, laxatives, sorry, laxatives. And 30 kids got ill. Now that's a mean trick. Mommy, I can't go to school this morning. I can't leave the house. <laughs> I have a funny story about my sisters doing that with brownies. I'll save it for another day. But, uh, but they got in a lot of trouble for putting X-lax in the brownies. Let me tell you, because I ate all of them. But, but again, I'll tell that story later. I was like six. Of course I ate the brownies. Who doesn't eat the brownies? I just didn't realize a whole chocolate bar of X-lax was in it. I found out after the fact. Nonetheless. Did you check your children's game? How often does this happen? Or is this something that people do for attention? Joel Best, University of Delaware sociology and criminal justice professor joining us now to maybe explain the phenomenon. Good to have you. Hi. What do you make of this? So we get the report, I guess, a few days after Halloween. How often is this happening? I mean, is this one of those things you look look at and say this is... Yeah, I've been looking, I've been studying press coverage of this since 1958. And the bottom line is that I can't find any evidence that any child has ever been killed or seriously hurt by a contaminated treat picked up in the course of trick-or-treating, either in the U.S. or Canada. Now, um, you know, reports of this, you know, there, there are reports. And, and, you know, invariably the report is something like, well... You know, uh, I found this, or uh, uh, you know, we we somebody found this, and and uh, uh, there was some sort of tampering. And you know, when people have tried to follow up on these reports, they have concluded that about ninety five percent of them are hoaxes. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so uh, you know, this isn't a a giant problem. Um, uh, you know, if you if it makes you feel good to uh, check your kids' treats, that's fine. I always just look for the dark chocolate. Uh, but uh, you know, uh, you know, other than that, uh, uh, I don't think that you need to uh, uh, to worry about this. Um, you know, and 
you know, every year there are some people, you know, and, and it's become much easier to do this because if you have social media, why you can post a picture on Instagram or, or uh, Facebook or whatever, that's the, you know, picture of a candy bar with a nail in it or whatever, whatever you want and, and say, Hey, I found this. And, um, you know, when people, police do follow up on these, uh, it's often revealed that uh, this was intended as a prank. Yeah. And you, you yourself, you've identified 200 confirmed cases over your time in the U.S. and Canada uh, related to candy tampering. What were those cases involving and, and how serious well, were they? Well, there are, you know, I, I keep track of cases if, if it's if if it's covered in in uh, major media, and uh, they tell me the town and they tell me what the the nature of the thing was, so uh, needle in in candy bar in Toronto, uh, you know, I'd I'd count that. And you know, I've I've got I don't know now uh, the, the running total going back to 1958 is, uh, you know, maybe 200, maybe it's a little less than 200 cases. Um, the but the interesting thing is. Nobody ever gets hurt in these things, okay? So that you know, and and probably most of them are 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 pranks. Uh, you know, Halloween used to be you know uh, the holiday when kids would go out and tip over outhouses, and we have a shortage of outhouses now. <laughs> yeah. And you know, but but we've got these social media pages, so it's it's very easy for us to play a different kind of prank. So do you see these as most people just looking to get attention? Yeah, well, they're, 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 you know, it's, you know, you know, nobody's really taken this very seriously because, because, uh, you know, are you playing, a, you know, are you claiming that you personally found the, the, the adulterated treat or did somebody adulterate your treat and give it to you to see how you were going to react? You know, who knows? Um, uh, you know, it, it, uh, I don't think that anyone is, is, you know, I don't think there are any sadistic maniacs out there, uh, you know, trying uh, to poison little children. I, I don't know. It's a pretty world, world, weird world we're living in right now. Uh, but uh, who knows, Joel? Well, but you know, I you say know, that in jest. You, you look at people, if, if you look at people who, who you know, uh, do bad things, they say uh, uh, they're addicted to drugs or they're, they're uh, uh, stealing or something like that. They have reasons. They can explain to you why they're doing it. Okay, what is the reason why somebody would poison Halloween treats? To get you know, and, and it, it, it's a little hard to figure out what that is. And it 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 sounds like the sort of melodramatic thing that we we uh, uh, see in popular culture. You know, Hannibal Lecter mm-hmm. eats people because that's what Hannibal Lecter does. And the same, it's the same kind of argument. There's somebody down the block who's so crazy, he poisons little children one night a year, but the other 364 days a year, he's perfectly normal. <laughs> How does that work? But, but also the other thing is, if you put it in your own chocolate, like the cops are going to find out. It's not that hard. Well, it wouldn't be that hard to investigate. Well, well, you, you know, you, you, you know, you can imagine saying, no, no, one me, one me, one me, and that's fine. But you know, then the question is, well, how many other kids uh, did this? There, there was a guy in Texas. This is a long time ago, who poisoned his son, and he did it on the theory that, uh, you know, 
lots of people poison children on Halloween, you know, and so they'd never suspected mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. And, you know, originally the police took it very seriously and they, they announced, okay, uh, everybody check, make sure that uh, uh, your uh, kids' treats are safe and all this kind of stuff. And then after a couple of days, the police realized there weren't any other reports. And, you know, this guy had taken out an insurance, life insurance policy on his son. And <laughs> There's he'd one giveaway. some yeah. poison. You know, and he 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 wound up being arrested, tried, convicted, and it was in Texas, so he was executed uh, for this crime. And you know, I don't count that because you know, when people ask me, "Is it safe to let your kids go trick or treating?" They aren't saying, "Well, I'm thinking about poisoning my child." Yeah. Well, it does give us something to talk about on uh, those post Halloween oh, yeah. days, Joel. So don't even t- even a week after, right? Oh, of course, yeah, because you're just getting to the bottom of the. Uh, to, to the bottom of the candy. Appreciate <laughs> it, Joe. So far, I've got my crown still in place, so I'm in good, good I'm in good standing. I appreciate it. Thank you. All right, thanks, Alex. There Bye. you go, Joel Best uh, joining us. So yeah, I, I'm not sure where these cases will go, but again, I, I also thought, well, it'd be really easy for the cops to figure out who it is, right?